You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to give special thanks to our 2022 show sponsor, New American Funding. This show is made possible thanks to their generous support. Um, Today, we have the pleasure of talking to the new president of South Face Institute. Um, South Face promotes sustainable homes, workplaces, and communities through education, research, advocacy, and technical assistance. Um, They do a lot of things. We are joined today by James Marlowe, who's their new president. Welcome, James. Well, it's great to be here with you, Carol. Let's just dive in. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, I'm a Georgia native. Um, I grew up in a little town, Lincoln, Georgia, between Athens and Augusta, and I've been in the Atlanta area since 1986. I've traveled extensively in my work in technology, first in software, um, and then in internet uh, with companies like Lotus Development, IBM, and Yahoo. Um, I was the founder of Radiant Solar and CEO for a number of years and doing solar installations all across the Southeast and beyond. So I love solar energy. Um, I've worked with South Face for a very long time. Um, When I was in Lincolnton in high school, I wrote a letter um, to South Face requesting information about solar energy. Uh, When I moved to Atlanta, I had my first ride in an electric vehicle at South Face. The first LED light bulb I ever saw was here at South Face the first energy-saving appliances and devices I saw here at South Face, Uh, the first discussions that I ever had about really uh, advanced recycling and circularity and composting. Um, We've been uh, the host of really important things in Atlanta, like the Atlanta Beltline, very first public meeting was hosted by South Face. So South Face is a thought leader, an innovator, Um, a convener and a connector of new technologies and and ways to save money uh, and also reduce your environmental impact and your energy and water consumption and your waste. That's a great way to put it. Well, what's your favorite part of working for South Face and what really attracted you to come work for South Face after all of your, you know, technology and solar and, you know, I guess it makes sense when you look at the solar part of it, but but talk a little bit about that um, process. Well, I think the most important thing about South Face is the passion and purpose of our staff. And we have a group of people that are systems thinkers who want to make things better. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the expressions I often use is my personal goal is I want to live in the path of progress. And South Face is all about progress. Uh, In this case, talking about the built environment and homes and multifamily and commercial uh, buildings, all areas that we do work in and try to try to help improve best practices uh, to mm-hmm. make buildings healthier, happier, more comfortable, more daylighting is, is something we like. So you don't have to run lights during the day, uh, more acoustic comfort because you have a good envelope that makes you more comfortable in the winter or these hot days that we're having right now. Um, so there are a lot of elements to what we do, but they they do have a thread that runs through them around sustainability and reducing cost and environmental impacts. Yeah, and so many times if you do that, then you're, if you've got a healthier home, you've got a more comfortable home, you, you check a lot of other boxes as well. 
You really do. When when my children were younger, um, they suffered from asthma. And so air quality is something that I've seen uh, very personally with when you see a, your young child using a nebulizer and, and coping with asthma, you know, you have a different relationship with air quality. Um, I've been interested in water for a long time and South Face has been very involved in trying to reduce water use and have better water management practices. Yeah, so many different aspects of it. Um, I guess the program I'm most familiar with with South Face is Earthcraft. And um, I had the pleasure way back in the day of working for, I think, two out of the three first Earthcraft, you know, big builders here in the metro area. So I've been involved in that program for a long time. Um, Talk a little bit about Earthcraft and the importance of the program. So Earthcraft um, is, as you said, it's been around for a long time now. Um, A lot of people have heard of LEED buildings, LEED certified buildings. So Earthcraft is a building standard uh, to try to improve the quality of the envelope and the use of energy and conservation of energy in a home or business or a multifamily facility, so like commercial. And we worked with the Greater Atlanta Home Builders to create it, we co- uh, developed it with them. We partner with them so that it, it is not just you know a bunch of crazy environmentalists that want to save things, but it's actually grounded in building sciences, in economics, so that it works for home builders. Um, which which two builders did you work for? Um, we did a lot of work for Monty Hewitt and um, for uh, Mike Baptist at Haven. Okay. Both very high quality firms, um, build some great homes. Uh, people, yep. love, people love their homes. So, you know, what we try to do is do what makes good economic sense, um, reduce the use of materials where possible. So you yep. have savings in construction. So, but ultimately we want a healthy, happy, high performance building that we're thinking about the life cycle cost of that home and the energy cost over the life of the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so making investments on the front end that save you money for the entire life of the of the home or building, it just makes good sense. Absolutely. And, you know, and I think sometimes, you know, in the home building process, you know, people get a little short-sighted about the upfront cost, but in the long run, you can save so much money if you've got, you know, the higher efficiency air conditioning units and you've got you know, the the better building uh, methods that are making your building more airtight. And, you know, you're you're just you know, focused on making it a better home for the life of the home versus, you know, saving money now. So, Carol, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, a little bit. So, yeah, I actually just uh, my house was actually built to Earthcraft standards back in the day. I'm sitting in a let's see what this was built in 2002. So, um, and I actually just recently replaced all the windows in it because we had, I will not name the building company, but a complete failure of all of our uh, double paned windows in this house. And I can actually tell a difference in just, you know, replacing all those windows and, you know, getting everything back up to to standards and, you know, putting some more Earthcraft caulk (laughs) back in and um, yeah, much better. And I don't think people realize that sometimes it's just those, you know, the little things that do make a difference. They really do. And I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today and help share some of these concepts and strategies. And hopefully builders and homeowners will get in contact with South Face from our website or call us, call me even, and just you know learn about what we offer and why there are many benefits to selecting an Earthcraft builder. 
Um, and as a general rule, they just tend to be, you know, premium elite builders in general because they're right. really, um, you know, grounded in building sciences and selection of materials and local sourcing when possible. Um, you know, the earthcraft builders are, are people who really know what they're doing and they go to training, they send their staff to trainings, they are, are, are always keeping abreast of new technologies and mm -hmm. new and better ways of doing things. Yeah. And it's so cool. I love all the new building trends and technologies and finding out what's cutting edge and how it works. And, um, you know, I think the builders love all that too. And like finding out about the new ways that they can help save on energy and make the homes more efficient. Um, talk a little bit about sustainable development. Sustainability has become such a buzzword, but, you know, it's, it's important. And I know South Face really embraces it. So talk about how you embrace it and what that really means to South Face. Well, you ask a, a good question. Sustainability um, is a buzzword to a lot of people. It's something that South Face has been doing since 1978. So um, we believe in it as a value, a core value, and a, it's part of our ethos. And I think part of it is that we're systems thinkers. So we're mm -hmm. thinking about how the complex systems of a home or building or affordable housing work together, how the mechanical systems and the electrical systems and lighting systems all work together. And there are many benefits uh, to this so that if you build a home to earthcraft standards and you have those double pane windows you mentioned, you have LED lighting, you have water conserving appliances, you are going to pay a slight premium on the front end, mm -hmm. but you're going to see benefits every day, every month for the life of that project. And as a, a homeowner, you want to see those savings uh, in affordable housing. It enables a lower monthly cost and more discretionary income for low to moderate income. Uh, mm -hmm. residents, which is really powerful and helpful. So um, there are many benefits to what we promote in sustainability. Um, we are always trying to refine our vocabulary and our narrative on how we tell that story. Uh, one of the things I've been experimenting with a little bit uh, from my son, so younger people um, sometimes have different interests and they um, are looking at sometimes smaller homes. Uh, but you know, one of the expressions my sons use and I've been using is less and better. So, you know, sometimes the size of a home um, doesn't necessarily reflect the quality um, as the fine builders that you worked for. You know, certainly you could build any scale, but a lot of times, you know, right-sizing a building um, is really important. Incorporating features like solar energy and solar panels uh, is economical in Georgia now. Um, at one point, it was a much higher premium to do that. Now it's very affordable to do it. Um, electric vehicles are becoming very commonplace. So uh, EV chargers, I mean, you have, you know, two EV homes now. So you'd have two EV chargers in the garage uh, and planning for that. So if you are building a home, making a home EV ready, making a home solar ready, so that at any point in the life cycle or budget of a home, you've kind of run the wires ahead of time or the conduit ahead of time. So there are many uh, small and practical things that you can do um, at every income level. So this is not just something for, you know, the highest end luxury market, but it's something that is affordable throughout the, the whole housing environment. Yeah. You mentioned, um, you know, a minute ago and earlier in our conversation as well, that you work with affordable home builders. Um, how does that work, you know, to help them, you know, once you're, you're trying to get that, home price point down and really make those homes affordable, what all can you afford to do um, in that building process? 
Well, we have worked with um, the Department of Community Affairs for many years now. So in creating their standards for selection and that essentially they have a, a green standard, uh, either Earthcraft or LEED or other standards. And we we also support and work with LEED and other, other standards mm-hmm. um, all the way up to a living building. So if you ever want to really see a state-of-the-art uh, building, you could go to the Georgia Tech campus and visit or visit online, take a virtual visit to the Candida building at Georgia Tech, which is a living building hmm. that it actually produces more energy and water than it uses. It is uh, local sourcing of a very high percentage of its materials, uh, reuse and repurposing of materials. So um, the living building standard would be kind of the, the highest end of these standards and not the right fit for every project. So, you know, there are are budgets and economics for every project, but by using um, higher SEER HVAC units, um, and, you know, I've always said you you can't make HVAC and energy efficiency sexy. And recently there was (laughs) an online program with heat pumps that look like George Clooney. So, Mm. you know, I, I think you can make it sexy. You can um, kind of capture people's attention to look at why you would care about what a heat pump is and why you would use the appropriately um, sized and seared, uh, which is the standard uh, for heat pumps, so that you're going to be more comfortable and that you're going to spend less money on these super hot days that we're having now here um, in June, July here in Atlanta. Yeah, you you told me earlier that you could help make the heat go away. So talk about that. Well, uh, climate change is real. We are seeing much more extreme weather. Uh, Not the truth. It's hotter, it's colder, it's Mm -hmm. windier, it's wetter. We have a lot of uh, issues with moisture and humidity in our climate zone. Mm -hmm. So understanding, um, you know, our climate zones is something that South Face does. A lot of times our our issues around comfort around moisture, removing moisture from a room and, you know, using the right sized HVAC equipment to do that for the the home or structure. Um, But we also, you know, are doing things to mitigate climate change. So we want to, you know, participate with our partners like uh, at Georgia Tech or Racy Anderson Foundation and Georgia Drawdown. So that we're looking at doing things to mitigate extreme weather and climate. And, you know, as, as things change in the world, we live in a world of constant and accelerating change now that we're staying abreast of new technologies, um, you know, like in in the the metro Atlanta, the donut of 285, we have a microclimate where you have more cars, you have more people, more buildings. But if we do white roofs, for example, that reflects heat and will be a benefit to reducing temperatures in a microclimate, like inside 285. So there are uh, lots of things that can be beneficial. Uh, certainly, if we choose electric vehicles or mm-hmm. hybrid vehicles, we're using less energy. If we're traveling um, intelligently so that we're you know, not taking trips um, to run errands or do work that we don't need to do, um, you see people using electric bikes now very commonly. And right. they're, they're, first, there's a lot of fun, but you know, if you can ride to the store on an e-bike uh, versus getting in a, a large SUV, your impacts from that are very different. Right. And, and first of all, if it's just one person, you know, the e-bike is going to be just just as practical or fun for a quick errand. 
Um, if you're going to go, you know, big grocery shopping run, you're going to need the larger vehicle. But choosing the right choices for the need, um, as opposed to just defaulting to the more energy intensive and expensive to operate. I mean, you know, I just drove across country and gasoline prices were five dollars and seventy nine cents when I was in Oregon. And, you know, I drive an electric vehicle and my driving costs are, are much, much lower than, you know, in an internal combustion engine. And, you know, these, these electric vehicles are crazy fast and they're fun to drive and they've got all these new safety features. And they are, you know, in many cases, just a, a more economical vehicle to mm -hmm. drive. And they're, they're just a lot more fun in a lot of cases. Yeah, I was going to say with today's gas prices, I think a lot of people are rethinking, you know, that one trip errand and piling things together and finding ways to really, you know, conserve and save on, on gasoline. And that's, you know, really the mindset we should all have every day, not just when gas prices are skyrocketing. Well, this this new dynamic of remote work, we're talking today remotely. I'm not yep. in the studio with you, so I didn't drive um, yep. you know, distances to do that. So it was more environmentally friendly and had less impact, but yet we're able to accomplish the same amount of work without sitting in traffic. Exactly. So if, if I did get a do-over from uh, my life here in Atlanta over the years, is I, I would not be a commuter. I would want to live closer to my work and not spend that time in stressful traffic. And yeah. so, you know, making good, intelligent transportation choices is something South Face has done historically but uh, through our Clean Cities initiative, mm -hmm. I think we're going to do more of that. So I'm, I'm really excited about the Ford F-150 Lightning pickup, which I think is the tipping point vehicle for ele electric transportation. Mm. And it's going to be really popular. New American Funding is committed to delivering home loans on time while providing five-star service. Their 14 business day close guarantee and fully underwritten pre-approval gives you an unbeatable one-two punch impossible for sellers to ignore. For more information on New American Funding, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. They say talk a little bit more about that and then talk a little bit more about the um, Clean Cities initiatives. So I'll, I'll start with Clean Cities. So Clean okay. Cities is a national effort that has uh, federal funding uh, from transportation agencies. And we work to promote um, non-petroleum based transportation. So it could be electric, which is really, really popular now, or it could be compressed natural gas, or in the future, it could be hydrogen, for example, for long haul trucking. So we need, you know, different choices. Um, it could be a hybrid vehicle, mm -hmm. but electric vehicles are very popular right now. Um, I drive a Tesla and it's crazy fast. I named it Rocket. Uh, <laughs> it's really, really fast and really fun to drive and really safe. So I, I really enjoy that. But the tipping point vehicle for electric transportation in America will be the Ford F-150 Lightning pickup. And what's so cool about it is that if you're building your home builder and you're running uh, saws and tools on the job site, you just plug them into the truck. So oh, that's cool. You don't have to get a generator out. You don't even need a generator on the truck. 
You also could run things out camping, uh, which I enjoy doing, um, or tailgating. So that if you want to tailgate and you want to take a big screen and you want to set up and, and do cooking and cooling uh, beverages at a tailgate, um, what better way to do that than with one of these new Ford um, pickups? Um, and you can also, in the event of an ice storm, plug in your home to the truck and do EV to, um, to grid so that um, you could plug your refrigerator in with a drop cord and, and an ice storm or an outage. Um, you could actually reconfigure your electrical panel so that it would either run all of your home um, in a smaller size home or a portion of your home for a larger size home. So it gives you that resiliency and peace of mind. So I think you're going to find a, a real appeal to this truck. And I think it's going to change the way people think about things. Well, holy cow, I feel like you're doing a commercial for Ford, but what an amazing, innovative product. Well, how does that work? Because typically you think of plugging your truck into your house to, to charge your truck. But if you're going to plug your house into your truck to charge your house, how does your truck charge? So from Ford, you would buy a special charger that has a little bit more electrical equipment in the charger. It's a little more expensive to buy, but it would then be able to power your home in the event of a grid outage. Now, you also may have solar panels on that house. Mm -hmm. um, you could have a Tesla Powerwall or a Sonnen battery. Uh, but more and more, I think you're going to see people that, you know, use the, this very large battery that's in this Ford F-150 pickup to back up their house, so to speak. So that like having a generator, um, instead of having a generator you use twice a year, um, you'd have a truck that you use all the time. Uh, once again, if you're running equipment on the job site or out having fun, camping, yeah. you know, boating, doing things. So you could just simply plug in devices uh, I think tailgating is going to be really fun with this truck because you don't have the sound of a generator um, at that tailgate. But a lot of fun things are happening and that, you know, these capabilities need to be in the planning cycle uh, for home builders, uh, for home buyers and, uh, you know, communication outlets like yours. Who knew? That's very cool. I'm going to have to do some more research on that. Um, we'll talk a little bit. You've already mentioned solar a little bit. You know, where is solar now? Um, are there solar credits available if somebody's adding it? You know, or I know it's a lot less expensive now. You know, where where is it and where is it going? So solar is economical and affordable for a certain profile of home buyers. If you were only planning on being in your home for two years or you were a senior um, adult, you know, I probably wouldn't recommend you do solar, but if you plan to be in your home, you know, for the next decade, um, you want to save money over time, you want to be more environmentally friendly, you may have an electric vehicle as well, solar might be the right fit for you. So there is no one size fit all in housing, um, as you know well. Uh, people have different needs. People have, you know, as, as I've learned um, in different life stages, you have very different needs. So uh, a newlywed couple has very different needs in a home versus a family with three children. Mm -hmm. um, seniors who are downsizing have very different needs. So, um, you know, looking at your needs and goals, your budget, and talking with a local solar company that understands solar uh, well, they understand what it does, what it doesn't do. You know, it's not right for every home. If you're in a tree canopy, you have a lot of shade. It's not going to be a good option. But um, we recommend that you do uh, solar ready houses 
you do EV ready houses. So even if you don't install these devices, you've run the wires. So you don't have to break a wall or do expensive retrofits to add these technologies. But, you know, more and more, if, if I was a, uh, a developer, I would want to incorporate these technologies to differentiate from, from other neighborhoods and other home builders and give people choices. I, I think people want choices. So solar is a good option to research. I would recommend using a local Georgia company that understands our utilities, understands how it really works. I would caution people that if you have any internet advertising or emails that say you're going to get rich by putting solar panels on your house, that you don't believe it because it's not true. <laughs> don't do business with them because just like every industry, uh, there are bad actors. And, you know, I find most of the Georgia-based solar companies are very quality. Uh, they live here, they work here, they have reputations that they care about, but um, there are lead generation companies in the solar business that are doing internet-based ads that sometimes overstate the benefits. And, and we should be very skeptical of that. I certainly am. Yeah, well, it's about the same as the, the ads you get in your email every day from the SEO companies, you know, you know, and all the just, just the different everything you get. It's like you've got to be skeptical of everything anymore and just make sure that you're working with a, you know, quality, reputable company. And, yes. and it's great if you can put a face with a name and actually, you know, meet with somebody versus just doing it all over the internet. But um, wow, we've covered a lot. And I know you haven't been at South Face that long. So congratulations on diving in and getting your feet wet. Um, what are some of your goals for the rest of this year and as we go into 2023? Well, my focus right now is, um, you know, this is week number four. So I'm still very new um, as president, but I've been involved in South Face for a long time. But I'm trying to be a good listener and talk to all of our stakeholders and all our staff and board members and funders and, and partners um, with uh, Earthcraft and others, um, and really try to refine our focus, try to grow our impact, grow our funding. Uh, we have worked with some of the best um, funders in the world, like Candida and other foundations. We do work with Cox and mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A and other leading Atlanta companies. Um, we've had you know, great support in the past from companies like the Coca-Cola Company, um, Delta is now doing more in sustainability. We we partner with great uh, schools uh, like Emory and Georgia Tech and others. So uh, there's just so much great going on here, and we want to amplify it and accelerate it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this is the way of the future, you know, sustainability and really focusing on how we can take better care of our resources and make them last longer is, is important. It's something that should be important to all of us. Um, and definitely so in the home building industry, because uh, we have the ability to impact it, you know, from the ground up. So um, thank you for your time today. I know we have listeners that might want to get more information on you and South Face Institute. What's the best way for them to do that? Well, like most things today, the internet is really simple. So southface.org, and um, you can request information, you can participate um, in webinars and in-person events that we host in training uh, for uh, building sciences like blower door testing and HERS ratings and other uh, workforce development type programs. Um, but um, get involved and consider becoming a member and joining us at, at some of these both virtual and in-person events. And we want to be a resource for our community. We, we really want to strengthen uh, our communities across Georgia and uh, look forward to talking with you.
Well, I think you already are a resource for our community. So you just need to continue to be that phenomenal resource. Um, We thank you for that. So with this, this is a wrap for this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I want to thank James Marlowe, our new president of South Face Institute, for joining me today in studio. Thanks, James. Thank you. Great to be with you. Great to have you here. I've learned a lot today. It's always a fun conversation when South Face is in the house. Um, On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. Uh, If you enjoyed today's show, then please feel free to go to iTunes and give us a positive rating and review. Um, If you want more information and want to continue the conversation, you can download all of our shows, subscribe for free on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And many of our episodes are also available on YouTube. If you're interested in being on the show, then reach out to me via email, carol at denimmarketing.com. And with that, thank you for listening. I look forward to seeing you right here again for our next episode. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.